0: hello and welcome to the place to be a seinfeld podcast i'm your host adam and i'm eric today we're going to be discussing a seinfeld quotes and catchphrases bracket uh this is a twitter bracket created by our friend joe joe runs the twitter account joe underscore maniello and he does a lot of different pop culture brackets about music, movies, uh TV shows. And right now he's running a Seinfeld bracket, so we're really excited to have him on. Welcome, Joe. Hey guys, thanks for having me on. What we're going to be doing on today's episode is we're going to be discussing each of the brackets and kind of going through the quotes and uh catchphrases that are on this. So, um Joe, how did you get started with doing this uh with doing these brackets? Well, I mean, it kind of just happened uh I've, already, I've always run the uh, March
1: Madness pool, and I'm really into, like, you know, I'm a big debater, very opinionated guy. That's what Twitter's all about. So some of the people had done brackets before before me, and uh, I just, uh, a couple years ago, um, a friend of the show, Mike Gavin, and myself were good friends. Uh, we did a Seinfeld versus Curb, your enthusiasm bracket. with 64 characters, 32 on each side, and uh, George beat Larry in the final, ch- in the final matchup. Uh, Jerry, Jerry beat Kramer in the Elite Eight, which was kind of surprising. Even though oh, was, wow even though he was a one seed just because it's you know the show was called Seinfeld so it felt right to give him one seed but I thought Kramer would beat him. I, I was pulling for Frank to make it but he lost to Kramer in the in the sweet 16. Wow. But the final four was George over Jerry and Larry over Leon and then George over Larry which was kind of a fitting final because of the show you know George is Larry so it makes sense. Right. But um after that you know we didn't do an, I didn't do another bracket for a whole year or 6 months or whatever. Oh, not even longer than that. And then um we did a Billy Joel bracket. And that got that was pretty popular, you know, the following on Long Island. And then a few months later, I did a Beatles bracket, and that really that really uh, was a big hit. A lot of people, you know, everyone loves the Beatles, so that 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 went off and that got over 100, hundred hundred thousand votes in uh on the bracket. Oh, wow. so once that started, I kind of like hooked on it. And next thing you know, I, I did Beatles solo bracket, and I did Tom Hanks movies and all kinds of sports brackets and music brackets, 90s uh, songs, 80 songs, 70 songs, uh, you name it. So I've done almost 50. 550 five, oh in the last year, and we did Seinfeld episodes last summer, which was a big one. And now we're doing uh, the quotes and catchphrases, and you know people have really caught on to it. It's a lot of fun. uh It was a great distraction during the pandemic, and even now that things are getting better, people still you know people are always on Twitter no matter what, and it's it's a fun distraction from you know all the other real life stuff. You know.
2: Absolutely. And so now we move on to the current bracket that you're doing, the Seinfeld quotes and catchphrases bracket which is amazing. I filled it out tonight, and I had a tough time doing it. But uh, let's let's go through the first matchup here. It's No Soup for You versus Double Dip the Chip.
1: You, you d- Double Dip the Chip won two, won two playing rounds to make it to the 32 bracket. So uh, it's a good quote, but up against No Soup for You, it doesn't have a chance. Right now, uh, I posted the poll about an hour ago, so 400 votes. No Soup for You is up 81 to 19%. So that one's basically over. Right.
0: I just want to say that personally, like, I – in my heart, I know that No Soup for You would definitely win that round, but I would definitely vote for Double Dip the Chip because I think it's a little, the other one's a little overused.
2: So here's how I looked at it when I filled this out. It wasn't so much my personal thoughts and opinions on quotes and catchphrases. It was more so how much these quotes and catchphrases have stood the test of time over the years. And when you look at No Soup for You, Larry Thomas, over 25 years after the episode aired, is still saying No Soup for You. <laughs> you know, he's going to minor league stadiums and he's uh, doing autograph signings and he has T-shirt. It's amazing. I don't know if any character in television history has ever profited more off a single line and a single episode than Larry Thomas. So it's really for me, it's very hard to beat no soup for you. It might be not only the greatest Seinfeld catchphrase, but maybe one of the biggest catchphrases in TV history.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's the number one overall seed. And it's definitely the favorite to win. But I don't think it's a lock. Like, recently, recently I did a uh, – two weeks ago, I did a um, Quentin Tarantino character's bracket. And we all knew that Jules Winfield from Pulp Fiction, Samuel Jackson, was going to win that one. Yeah. And, right. And he won running away. But uh, I don't think the No Soup for You is a lock. Like, for example, in that region, the two seed is the C was angry that day. So I, oh. planned, I planned an all-soup regional final there. Like, I think that sending back Soup to the Daily, I mean, that line is such – and, and to me uh, – I mean, no, no suit so for you, like you said. It's the most recognizable quote from the show. But I don't know if that technically means it has to win the bracket. Like, I think it hurts from the sense that it's not said by one of the main guys. Like George mm-hmm. says, the sea was angry. Like that, you know. And I think he ad libbed that too, which makes it even more all, all the more incredible.
0: So, Yeah, and um, I wanted to say uh, about the the double dipping the chip again, another fantastic George moment, and. The fact of the matter is that so many people understand and know the concept of double dipping, even if they don't necessarily know the scene or have even watched the show. I've met people that haven't even really been fans of the show, but they know the concept
2: of double dipping and they know. It's yeah. like... Right. But then on the flip side of that, we had Larry Thomas on the podcast and he told us that he would go to autograph signings and people would come up to him and say that they'd never seen Seinfeld, but they love the soup Nazi. <laughs> you know, everybody knows no soup for you. Awesome. so. That's Fair definitely point. that's definitely an interesting matchup. The sea was angry that day, my friends. Versus no soup for you, cause,
1: if, if if it happens, I think it will.
2: Yeah, because no soup for you might be the most famous catchphrase, but the sea was angry that day, my friends, might be the most famous quote <laughs> in the entire series. So that I mean, it all depends on how you look at it, I guess.
0: So the uh, winner of
1: that one uh, would face the four-five matchup. But I don't want to be a pirate versus the puffy shirt.
0: That's a tough one.
1: So it's basically you know basically the same. It's the same episode, yeah. It's the puffy shirt, you know, the actual puffy shirt versus the quote. And right now, with 300 votes, uh, the quote, I don't want to be a pirate, is up 60 to 40.
2: Yeah, I think it's all in Jerry's delivery in that one. That puts him over the edge.
0: Yeah, and the fact that um, that quote does come back in a couple of other iterations. You know, I don't want to be Switzerland.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to be a cowboy. (laughs) There it goes. Now, here's one that's interesting that you have giddy up versus nice game, pretty boy. Now,
1: Oh yeah. Nice game pretty boy is obviously a great line by Newman. You know, I love that quote, but I I totally forgot about it. And a Twitter follower had mentioned it when I mentioned I was doing a Keith Hernandez playing around. So I added it and I had five I had five quotes from that episode. And I took the strongest one in my opinion, which was and you want to be my latex salesman. And I, I took that <laughs> out. I took that out and the winner of the first ball would, would face that. so Nice Game Pretty Boy won. It beat uh it beat you know, that's one magic loogie. It beat uh I'm Keith Hernandez. I was surprised in the second spitter. I was surprised it beat uh, the Am Keith Hernandez and the Magic Loogie, and then I was even more shocked that it beat and You want to be my latex salesman? I thought that was uh, could have made a, great it a run in the bracket. That's such a yeah. great line. You oh really? Yeah. Such a great line. But uh, I guess people just love the uh, the Newman gif. I guess because that one. But right now it's losing 60, 60 to forty to uh, Giddy Up.
0: Well, Giddy Up is it carries that's through Kramer. the entire series. 40. That's tough because you know that, that's such a Kramer thing and. You can always respond to something. Any sign following giddy up. You
2: know? <laughs> I love when Jerry does giddy up in uh, the chicken roaster.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I love at the end of the park, uh, giddy up up.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, too. And going yes, back the- to the Sea who is angry that day, my friends, that's going up against. That's a shame.
1: Yeah, the C was angry is running away with that one. That's 77 to
2: 23
1: mm-hmm. percent. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a powerful quote. You know, the episode yeah. helped. It's such a famous episode. It's very popular. Like people use it on Twitter all the time. Like if something happens in sports to so like you know, a rival team. Like you know, like a Met yeah. fan would you that. The Yankees lost. Oh, uh, that's a yeah. shame. <laughs> but see what angry stuff to beat.
2: There's also the Yada Yada versus, I mentioned the
1: bisque. <laughs> you see, to me, in my personal bracket, this is a one-eight matchup. You know, Yada 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 is a one seed. Yeah. And I mentioned the bisque wanna play and to get in. That is in my final four, my personal bracket. I love that line. When Elaine says I mentioned the bisque. I mean, her delivery is perfect. I use that quote all the time. Oh. People on Twitter use that quote. Like yada 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 is obviously funny, and without yada yada yada, yada you don't get that. Mention the bisque. But to True. me, the bisque line is so much funnier. Yeah, yada, it's in her yada,
2: delivery, yada. and also Jerry's reaction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about it's kind the- of smirks. It's
1: so good. Yada 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 is winning seventy-five twenty-five. So. That's
2: oh, okay. I will say yeah,
0: that mentioned the bisque is that classic Julia. I'm drawing it out at the end, you know, I mentioned the bisque yeah, and that roller coaster delivery, yeah, so I can definitely see it running away, but
2: we also have it's not a lie if you believe it <laughs> versus it's not you, it's me,
1: yeah, two classic george Georgeisms. yeah, that's uh, one of the close ones of the night so far that's a, a four five matchup and it's uh fifty three forty seven it's not a lie if you believe it close to 400 votes, so I thought this one would be close, because they're both classic George lines, and to me there's no clear standout winner. I think I voted for it, I I, I think in my bracket I went with, it's not you, it's me, because they say it more often, and you know, have a funny line when the girl breaks up with them and he goes, it's me, she goes, yeah, it's you, he goes, you're damn right, it's me, like, <laughs> I think it's more of a George than the other one, but people do love that lie, the lie quote.
0: I mean, yeah, I have to say, well, yeah, the it's not you, it's me is great, but it's not a lie if you believe it is literally George Costanza in one sentence. Like that's literally his entire life. You know, he said, my whole life is a lie. <laughs> <And> like <laughs> So to me, absolutely. That one, that's I love, that's one of my book.
2: favorite. Yeah. That's one of my favorite Costanza lines of all time. It really does sum up his character perfectly. Next one we have is I was in the pool versus get out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Get out was, um, in the play-in round, I actually had um you know there was I kept I kept it to thirty-two. It could have been sixty-four, but this is too many entries. So I had to do a bunch of play-ins and get out originally I had it as like a two seed, but then I but then I bumped it into the play-in round. It was against I had like an all out battle, it was get out versus um I'm out, you know, the Kramer line in the contest. Oh yeah. Uh, and then well, uh he, and then he took it out. And, <laughs> and it actually ended in a tie. So it was three entries of close to seven hundred votes. And get out, and I'm out. Both had 37.5%. So I had to do, a, wow. I had to do another, another poll, which I was going to do anyway because it was too close, and I didn't feel it was fair with that third one being in there. So yeah. get out, get out. Won. It beat, it beat I'm out by like 52-48. But now it's getting crushed by uh, an all-time famous Seinfeld scene. I was in the pool. I mean, that's one. That's right up there with No Soup for You and
2: The oh, Sea Was Blue yeah.
1: today. And their realness. Yeah, I got to go
2: with. Uh, yeah, Everyone I got to go with. I was in the pool.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I think so, too. And plus, Get Out isn't the same without the classic Elaine Shove to go with it.
2: There's also, we have here, Hello Newman versus Hello Jerry.
0: Ooh.
1: (laughs) As you can see, some of these are planned. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And this is our most lopsided result of the night so far. Uh, Goodbye, Newman, because Hello Newman's winning 92 to 8. Oh, wow. 400 votes. I knew this would be a route. I mean... Hello, Newman is you know that's top ten Seinfeld quote, so
0: absolutely
2: definitely yeah
1: for sure. <laughs> but the funny thing is Newman, even though he doesn't say anything, he's part of that quote you know without him and his the way he answers the way he looks at <laughs> him when he opens the door you know he he elicits that response from Jerry yeah and, and the hello <laughs> oh, Jerry
0: is he has so many great deliveries hello Jerry,
2: may I come in <laughs> yeah <laughs> so many I love delivery that as well, yeah. I love Mrs. Seinfeld so Hello, <laughs> Newman. I was thinking
0: yeah. of that too. <laughs> is, that, is that the Schindler's List episode?
2: Yeah. The raincoat. Yeah, re- yeah.
1: And hello hello, Jerry. Um wanna play in to get in to beat uh, Uncle Leo's Jerry, hello. And a couple, <laughs>
2: couple
1: other ones, Bizarro Jerry and uh, I think another one.
2: Before we go any further in the bracket, I just wanted to ask you guys like are there some underrated lines that you use on a daily basis that doesn't get enough love in the Seinfeld world?
0: I will never understand people.
2: They're the worst.
0: <laughs> that might be my favorite.
2: Well, whenever someone tells me their dream, after they're done telling me their dream, I always say, "Oh, I had a dream last night that a hamburger was eating me." Jerry, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> oh, you know it's funny. It's not a um. It's not like I say it often, but like um, one scene that I love, my mom and I always get a kick out of it. Uh, the episode where. Elaine hangs up on Jerry's nana. You hung up on my nana? Oh yeah. <laughs> and she goes and she goes to the bank and they show like this like you know bad looking neighborhood and she's like walking the street by herself and all of a sudden like this guy comes up to her and you're expecting her to get robbed. Yeah. And she goes where's the bank and he's like, uh, what you want to do is you want to go down that way, make a left. <laughs> yeah. right. and it's like it's just something about that scene.
0: I love that scene. Oh, that's great. Yeah. As for Mister Fleming. He'll help you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it burned. It's gone. <laughs> I also say whenever I miss something on social media or whatever, I say oh, I got to get on that internet. I'm late on everything.
1: I also, I also like the um, the Frank episode. Uh, the episode with uh, Frank references the movie Speed. He goes, that girl, <laughs> "That girl from the from the bus." <laughs> well, I watched this movie last night. I think it's Serenity now, right? He's talking yeah. about computers. Yeah, I yeah. Last night about this girl with computers, you know that that girl from the bus. I, I love that line.
2: <laughs> you could from do Mark. a whole bracket just on Frank lines.
1: Oh, he's the best. He's the best. Oh.
2: You saying you want a piece of me? That,
1: that one, that one, a playing matchup. You want a piece of me? Nice. nice. And then I was surprised it almost won another one. Like it's a great line, but I think people like it more because it comes with the um, you know, like they showed the uh out the out the blooper yeah. scene. Oh, of that. The blooper oh, yeah. kind
2: of like, gave it a second life. Yeah. I don't think
1: it's that great a line. Yeah. It's funny, it, but it's not. Like Frank has so many great lines.
2: she's uh what's the word supercilious? <laughs> you got the A <laughs> the B, the C, the D. That's the biggest.
0: I know the D is the biggest. <laughs> I based my whole life around knowing that the D is the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> How could Jerry not say hello? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you put the bananas in there?
2: <laughs> George likes the bananas.
0: thought of my bananas at the side. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's head? great. Rooster and the chicken. Now, the rooster goes with the chicken. So, who's having sex with the hen? Yeah, that's
1: why I said
0: (laughs) they're all All chickens. The rooster has sex with all of them.
2: (laughs) Or, uh, this guy, this is not my kind (laughs) of (laughs) guy.
0: You ever see that face on him? It's like a big apple pie. (laughs) Frank's delivery when uh,
1: the episode, The Handicapped Parking Spot, when he tells. I want you to deliver. <laughs> He's great. You're, so, yeah.
0: you're supposed to see your face in there. Do you see your face in there? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we could we could go on and on about Frank, but some other quotes we use just recording these episodes. We we say a lot when we're editing. We're, oh, when yeah. there's like a, a pause, we're well, we're all awkward pauses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or uh, I'm, you know, sometimes we're editing till four or five in the morning, and the next day I'll be like to Adam, I'm on no sleep, no sleep.
0: Yep. <laughs> You've had an hour and twenty minutes sleep in three days. <laughs> yeah. Just watch out, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say, or I'll be drinking coffee late at night to keep us to keep ourselves up, and I'll just be like, yeah, people who work at NORAD are on twenty-four hour missile watch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good nap. Sometimes it's the only thing getting me out of bed in the morning. <laughs>
1: My friend, my friend mentioned that one last night, yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, but anyway, let's get back to the right side of the bracket. We have They're Real and They're Spectacular versus, Jerry, this is Frankenstein. and Mrs. is here. George is dead. Call me back. <laughs> <laughs> this is a 1-8 matchup,
1: and the George is dead uh, is, is, a, is a great, great quote, but it's more of like, you know, if you're a really big Seinfeld fan, like, They're Real and Spectacular, people know that. It's similar to the suit Nazi quote. I think that's probably the second most quoted Seinfeld quote. That's yeah, my so that's... personal my personal bracket champ. I just love it. Oh, uh, me too. It just delivers it perfectly. And uh it's just great because that episode is great. There's actually a quote in there that I wish I had put into the play around uh Kramer saying it feels like a sauna in here. It's like a sauna. <laughs> it's just that episode is so great. And uh that did that did well in the bracket too. I think it made the sweet sixteen of the episodes bracket and we lost to the, the contest. But uh I, I just love that episode. It's it's winning seventy to thirty right now. I think uh, if the, the George is Dead one was in a different – if it got like a better seed maybe, if that was like a 4-5, it may have beaten a couple other entries. But it's just, you know, it's, it's just so many great quotes here. It's impossible to, impossible to see this kind of thing.
2: Yeah, like I said, like when I filled out this bracket, if I was going with my personal thoughts and opinions, I'd probably pick George's Dad Dead, Call Me Back. But when I look at the longevity of they're real and they're spectacular, that's something we still see today. It, it's very much a part of the Seinfeld universe. The George is dead, call me back. That's more of like a deep kind of pull for the diehard fans. It's not so obvious, yeah. like they're real and they're spectacular.
1: I'm sorry. As great as the George is dead, call me back. I like the other quote better. I, I'm surprised it lost to in the play And how could you trade Jay Buhner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm shocked that that didn't advance to the, to the bracket.
2: And that comes back in the finale. How could you give $12 million to Hideki Arabo? <laughs>
0: also i wanted to say about the george's dead calling back yeah like that like if i was filling this bracket out personally like that would be my choice but i can definitely see that they're real and they're spectacular like people definitely know that and also it's part of a classic episode you know um the george's dead quote is from the caddy and a lot of times and that's not the first episode that people always think of they're like hey let's you know let's watch seinfeld oh let's watch the caddy you know like they're gonna say you know Let's watch season four. Let's watch the implant and the junior man. The caddy is a good episode, though. It's a very oh no, episode. it's fa- it's a fantastic episode. But again, it's a big <laughs> fan. <Fair enough. laughs> yeah, if you're a big fan and you're you know you know I mean yeah I agree. No, it's a great episode. I love it, but it's not one of the first ones that people think yeah. of.
1: the implant also has the um, double dip the chip. I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a great episode.
2: Here's an interesting one you have. You gotta see the baby versus. Yeah. Maybe the dingo ate your baby. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is a good baby a baby face-off. Uh, Right now, I'm surprised by this result. This is one of the most surprising results to me. Maybe the dingo ate your baby is winning, 57-43. I could see that. And I think the other one's a better quote. I mean, that lady's voice is like the Janice of uh, uh, Friends, you know, the lady, that annoying voice from Friends. Yeah. So We, we,
0: we don't talk about that show on here, Go. No. <laughs> <and>, you got to <laughs> see the papers. <laughs> it's
1: a great line and, like, that's one of my favorite episodes, The Hamptons, which made the uh, made the elite eight in the bracket. And it's just oh, such a great episode, and everything about it, like uh, Jerry and Elaine's response, reaction, and then Kramer at the dinner table. It's just uh, that the baby, that one ugly baby. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and just, that's yeah. and that's my namesake is Adam the Ugly Baby. That's if if you if you listen to our first episode, shameless plug, you can hear me doing a little imitation of uh adam jerry and elena here so, <laughs> oh adam's on, name right very good yeah. yeah so i'm proud to be you know the ugly baby
2: that's fine and another shameless plug we actually had lisa mendy on uh we interviewed right. her who, who played carol who played carol
0: if, if you're
1: if you're adam the baby does that mean eric's eric the clown that's all right <laughs> you got it that's right who are you joseph puglia
0: <laughs> i was gonna the say ball. joe Either crazy Joe Devola, but I always think Joe Temple when I when I meet a Joe. Joe! <laughs>
2: there's also Joe Mayo. Oh, oh yeah. But moving on to our next matchup, we have Serenity Now versus Shrinkage.
1: Yeah, Serenity Now is winning fifty-seven forty-three. This is um, you know, the bracket is quotes and catchphrases, but the way it worked out with the plans, there were there were twenty-six quotes and only six catchphrases. So, you know, there's only a few catchphrases, but Shrinkage, you know is one of the all-timers. So I thought this would be close and it's, you know, it's fairly close 57 43, but Serenity now is probably going to win. I mean, it's said about probably like 10 times in one episode. So I get why people like it.
0: But then again, shrinkage is in that classic Hamptons episode. And, and you know, the whole concept of Jerry and George talking about it. And I love how like, women know about shrinkage. Elaine, Elaine. And that really shows sort of Elaine's purpose in the group, if you will, where, these guys are like, they need a female perspective on something. And this is something yeah. really personal. The only person you could ask about shrinkage is Elaine. So I'd mm-hmm. love to hear her reaction. What do you mean? Like laundry? Yeah. It
2: shrinks. <laughs> and I just like love it. Sh- yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what I love about the shrinkage quote, you know, some of the behind the scenes stuff on that episode, Peter Melman brought up the word shrinkage and Larry said, "Yeah, shrinkage and keep saying it, keep saying it, keep saying, it, keep saying that word, shrinkage, shrinkage. Don't stop saying it.
0: <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, That's it's, good. Don't stop.
1: He's the, Larry David. Is, is the show you know? It could be called David. I mean, he's he's the, just as big as as any of the big four.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. That's kind
1: of, absolutely. I love Curve. I mean, I feel like Curve is like one A next to Seinfeld as far as uh, you know, sitcoms or comedic shows, or whatever. But I feel like it has an unfair advantage because they're allowed to curse. You know, Susie mm-hmm. wouldn't be as as funny without the cursing. So, but I mean, he does. I, I And mean, he he gets enough, he gets credit, but I don't think enough people realize like how much Larry David is. You know, people don't realize the writers are make the show, you know. You know, obviously the, the actors are great, but and I'm a writer myself, so a writer and editor. So like Oh yeah. The writers are I I named each of the regions in the bracket um after the one seed episode written by. So like Peter Melman is the real spectacular region. I mean they don't get enough credit, the writers, and Larry David is just uh
2: he's a genius. Yeah, absolutely, yeah.
0: Yeah, the writers give the actors the funny lines to say and they're the ones that you know have the ideas
2: but moving on to our next matchup we have festivus for the rest of us versus ass man
1: yeah (laughs) this is a very popular it's winning 80 20 right now it's running away with it but i personally voted for uh i i like the uh ass man episode and quote or catchphrase
0: better i mean you are the ass man (laughs) i mean i have an ass man license plate on my wall right now so (laughs) (laughs) you have a
2: festivus poll too though
0: i do yeah that's true but (laughs) Well those are two things that any Seinfeld fan should have, but <laughs> that's, that's great, but I feel like it's a, it's a
1: I think the episode's a tad overrated it it made the uh, elite eight in the episodes bracket, and I was upset it beat uh, I forget what, I forget which episode it beat, but it'd be one that I like more and I feel like other than, other than like the final five minutes to me it's not the it's not the greatest episode and the line is memorable, but the, Fusilli Jerry to me is a great episode, and
2: everything about the oh, yeah.
1: The license plate, (laughs) Kramer parking in the guy's spot, meeting the photologist at the end, and dating the heavyset woman, the way she walks in the house.
2: Yeah, well, there's Uh, also, hey, the ass man's in town.
1: (laughs) Stop short.
0: Yeah, giving giving Estelle a ride. And Kramer made a pass at me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, ass man, just so memorable. It's such a great episode, I agree. Uh, But moving on to the next matchup we have, not that there's anything wrong with that, versus Close Talker.
1: Yeah, Close Talker won a, few, a couple of playing matchups. Uh, I had uh, the first one was Close Talker, High Talker, Low Talker, and Close Talker won with, with like 70%, which I knew it would. I mean, that's yeah. famous.
0: Wow. I'm surprised right Low Talker now. didn't uh, come out higher, though, because that's part of the puffy shirt. And, I agree. Know. I don't know if people remember
1: her as much as they do Judge Judge Reinhold, you know, his face right there.
0: Judge Reinhold really sealed the deal with that. At, yeah, with he was
1: his great. <laughs> but right now he's getting crushed 78-22 against – not that there's anything wrong with that, which is like you know yeah. another, one seed and rightfully so. It's just you know one of those instantly recognizable quotes.
2: And a little behind the scenes about not that there's anything wrong with that. Jerry actually came up with that quote. Now, Larry Charles wrote the episode, but they were trying to figure out exactly what to say in regards to the topic. And I think it was Larry Charles who mentioned it just in a conversation, and, and Jerry overheard him and said, "Yes, not that there's anything wrong with that. That's what we have to say. Keep yeah. saying that." So just like Larry with shrinkage, Jerry was like, "Not that there's anything wrong with that. Keep saying that over and over." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Both of them are just so smart.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because uh, the original draft of the episode was all, all, like borderline offensive, mm-hmm. and then when they added, "Not there's anything wrong with that," it just to, it had that two pronged effect where not only was it helping to soften the blow, or it also was just a funny and classic line. So, yeah, that that one should be winning.
2: (laughs) Yeah, great job. Great contribution by Jerry in that episode. And then next we have, that's gold, Jerry, gold (laughs) versus Master of My Domain.
1: Oh, man. This is actually the closest match of the night, and I'm a little surprised. Um, Really? That's gold, Jerry, gold is in my final four. I love that quote. (laughs) I know it's it's not from one of the main four, but Kenny Banya is, you know. Oh, yeah. Top five non-Big Four guy, and it's so, you know, so used, especially on Twitter, people love using that GIF, and uh, it's losing right now, fifty three forty seven to master my domain, but that just speaks to the popularity of the episode of the
2: contest. I was going to say, yeah, very iconic episode.
0: Exactly, because Gold Jerry Gold is from uh, The Fatigues, which is a fantastic yep. episode. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's a line that people know, but they don't always think of the episode right away. Because I'm somebody who's like that, where there's certain things that I know what they are, but I I don't always necessarily remember what episode they're from. Right. And obviously, Master of My Domain, you know what episode that is from.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Now, this next one, I'm curious what the voting is like so far with this one. We have Spongeworthy versus The Jerkstar Called, and they're running out of you.
1: Yeah, see, this this is one of the ones I thought would be close – the Jerk Store call is very popular. People love that uh <laughs> scene. But I personally like argue Spongeworthy better. I just I, I like Elaine in that episode a lot.
2: But right yeah. now it's
1: Right now the Jerk Store is winning 59-41 with almost 600 votes. So this is the best matchup of the night as far as uh
2: Yeah, and Spongeworthy is, it's a little bit of a smarter catchphrase. I mean, I guess that's the smart. point Jerk Store. I guess the point is that Jerk Store is dumb, but Yeah. I it's smart, I...
0: and a smart crowd would appreciate it.
2: <laughs> I think he's just telling me it's sex with his wife. <laughs>
0: well, that'll get him. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, the life support machine called. <laughs> oh, yes, that's what I should have said.
2: <laughs> They're both great. Spongeworthy is great, too. You going to do something yeah, about oh. your sideburns there?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I told you, yeah. <laughs> <They're really> spongeworthy? <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, you're nuts with these sponges. George is getting frustrated. <laughs> oh, my God. She is <laughs> depraved. <laughs> and then finally, we have these pretzels are making me thirsty versus if every instinct you have is wrong, then the opposite would have to be right. Which are two amazing lines.
1: Yeah, two great, two great lines. But this is one of those where pretzels are making me thirsty is by far the more popular, well-known line. Yeah. But the opposite one is from a m- much better episode.
2: If anything, you can argue I, that the other quote in that scene is is better with when George well, is like, my that, name is George, I'm unemployed, and I live with my parents. I agree. That
1: lost, that lost in the play into that. I was surprised. Wow.
2: By that. That's, that's shocking.
1: I mean, yeah. was, but the best line is, hi, I'm Victoria. Yeah. Which is the same <laughs> line. But that that loss, I was surprised with that. But um,
0: Yeah, I got to go with um the pretzels are making me thirsty, though, because every character has an opportunity to say it. And I love how... They say it sort of inorganically, and then a couple of them say it organically. Where Jerry's at the car rental place later, and he's like, "These pretzels are making me thirsty." You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's, yeah. it's almost like it's subconscious.
2: And also, whenever you're around a Seinfeld fan and you're having pretzels, how can you not say that line? Oh you know? yeah,
0: that's I winning. I have glass in my cupboard that says, "These pretzels are making me thirsty." I mean, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah, the pretzels is winning right now, fifty-eight forty-two. Yeah, but it's close. It's you know, it's pretty close for a two-seven matchup, even though. The seedings don't really mean much because all these are great quotes and phrases.
2: Oh, definitely. Yeah, these are great matchups, and I'm excited to see how these all play out. I just have a few questions for you. I noticed is look to the cookie. Did that not make it on the,
1: funny, the bracket? Um, if you look at the bracket, normally, I don't know. I don't know if you do you follow the normal brackets I do. or are you, Yeah. Are you, okay. Normally, um, well, Mike Gavin used to help me design them. but Then uh, he had some computer issues one night a few months ago and yada, yada, yada. I put mm-hmm. a tweet out there. And a follower said that he could help me with them, and this guy's like a um, – uh, his name is nine, name, name, and he's like a um, Photoshop whiz, so he puts them together, boom, boom, boom. And I usually – in the middle of the bracket, there's usually like a crown, which uh, was on the ones that Mike had found, like the template. So I forgot the look to the cookie, which is one of my favorite quotes. I don't know how I forgot it, but there were just so many of them. Yeah, and, that's my uh, favorite yeah.
0: episode. Oh, is it really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I made I made him change the uh, I asked him if he could make it a black and white cookie instead of the crown. So if you look at the bracket, the champion gets a black and white cookie. So it didn't. <laughs> yeah. bracket, but I, I don't think it would have. To be honest with you, the way the play-ins went, I'm not so sure that would have made it. That would have made it in. And even if it did, I can't see it making a deep run against some of these other ones. But I wish I would have put it in, in the play-in at least.
0: Yeah, it's tough because there's so many great quotes and lines and. We kind of went over this with the different brackets, but like, there's different lines that mean something to different levels of fandom or something. So like something like "no soup for you" or yada yada, is relatable to almost anybody that's, you know, is familiar with American pop culture. But then you have the lines like, uh, like "look to the cookie" or uh, you know, another one from episode like "no way, wine is better than Pepsi." You know, that would be one of my favorites to put on there. But again. You have to think of, okay, what are people going to know and like what what level are you sort of going to?
2: Yeah, it's totally different when personal quotes and catchphrases you use versus, you know, the pop culture, popular quotes and catchphrases. Like if I was making it for a personal list, I would do if you're one of us, you'll take a bite. (laughs) You know, that's that that's not really a famous quote, but that's something that I just love that line from that episode that's my ass in your window <laughs> yeah it's fun just being around seinfeld fans especially when we do trivias if you quote something then someone will follow up with the the next quote which is always it's great it's like oh these are my people you know
0: yes call and response is wonderful and it's, it's yeah. such a warm feeling
2: adam could you imagine if we hung out and didn't reference seinfeld at all I and mean, i think it would be impossible
0: all we would say to each other is uh, so what do you got in the refrigerator yeah <laughs> no we'd i couldn't like, imagine it at all like it, it, it would just i don't know what we would do what would we even talk about
2: we'd be like uh jerry trying not to offend winona it's like
0: <laughs>
2: i got on the street from a scout
0: <laughs> <laughs> or it'd be like george with peterman you know. how about sports do you like sports <laughs>
2: yeah
1: <laughs> you know doing these brackets mo- most i always tell people like some people are so passionate about it and like opinionated and I'm the same way, but they like get like almost upset, like uh, if something loses or like, how can you vote for this? How can, what's wrong with these people? And like, they get like, they'll like, not curse, but like they'll go borderline where I'm like, dude, take it easy. You know, these people are, you know, leave them alone. (laughs) Take it easy. It's a Twitter bracket, you know, I take it seriously myself, but I also know it's just fun. My point is that I always tell people it's subjective. It's subjective. You know, there's no, there technically isn't a right or wrong answer, but I always say like, you know, if there is, an opinion that's almost as close to a fact, in my opinion, there are two. One, the Beatles are the best band of all time, and it's to me it's as bi- as close to a fact as you know an opinion can be. And the second one is Seinfeld is the greatest sitcom of all time. And when people like say it's not, I almost get like upset. Like you know, Joe's getting upset. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like The Office is great, Cheers is great, All in the Family. But to me, Seinfeld is on a different level. And uh, like I said, I think Curb is the only one that's in the same ballpark, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I agree. We, Eric and I have talked about this where I think Eric has said, like, you know, you try to watch other sitcoms. And not that I don't enjoy other shows. I have other favorites that I love, that I love to quote, that are fun. But there's just something about Seinfeld that, yeah, it just puts it on a totally other level. The fandom is amazing. The people that like it, you know, and it's, and it's so funny because – Even people that don't watch it often or people that just catch it, you know, catch a few episodes on TV, they'll bring things up to me and they're like, oh, isn't that from Seinfeld? they be like, yeah, yeah. So so people are still familiar with it and I love being able to, you know, sort of educate people or, you know, somebody from my family to say, oh, oh, this – like the other day my uncle uh, came to visit and he said like, oh, you know – I was thinking about that episode, you know, when they go down and visit in Florida and, you know, they, they won't turn the air conditioner on. It reminds, it reminds, them, you know, reminds me of my grandmother. and It's like, oh, and it's just so wonderful because Seinfeld can just be so relatable to so many different people. Exactly.
2: Absolutely. It really is the greatest sitcom of all time. And it was, it's been so much fun going over all these matchups with you in your Seinfeld quotes and catchphrases bracket. And we're excited to see how this unfolds as the days go. Be sure to follow Joe on Twitter at Joe underscore Yellow. Yeah, we'll put the Twitter handle in our description to make sure
0: that you get the right one.
2: It's awesome. You are doing a great job, Joe. And thanks for all these brackets. Uh, I really I love them.
0: Thanks for having me on. It's a lot of fun. No, it's great, thanks Joe. Thank you, Joe. you for coming on. This this was a it's lot of fun, fun and, and thank you for doing what you do. Thanks all again, right. Joe. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, thanks, yeah, Joe. Great. Have have a great night. Take it easy. Sure. Thank you for listening to our discussion with our friend Joe about his Seinfeld quotes and catchphrases bracket. If you'd like to follow Joe and vote on this bracket and others, follow him on Twitter at Joe underscore Maniello. If you have any questions or comments for us, please feel free to email us at theplacetobeseinfeld at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Place to Be a Seinfeld podcast, Twitter at tptbseinfeld, and Instagram at theplacetobe.podcast. You can find our show on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like, please rate and review. It really helps us out. Until next time, make sure to hang up your pants for the perfect crease.
2: Boy, these pretzels are making me thirsty. (laughs) Is that how you're going to say it? No, no, I'm working on it. Do it like this. These pretzels are making me thirsty. these pretzels are making me thirsty. No, no, see, that's no good. See, you don't know how to act. (laughs) These pretzels are making me thirsty. (laughs) Oh, that was no good? I didn't say anything. All right, I'm going to go break up with Owen. What was wrong with that? I
0: have a different interpretation. Do you know anything about this pretzel guy? Maybe he's been in the bar a really long time and he's really depressed because he has no job and no woman and he's pocket cars for a living. All right, all right, shut up, shut up, I hear you.